South Africa is alive with possibilities. I mean, who would have imagined a former president in jail? A sitting president sleeping on cash, literally. A cabinet minister visiting a common prisoner in jail. Or even the post office operating, even when they have nothing to do. Can you confirm that delivery performances drop? Welcome to the new Sowetan Live podcast called Taking the Rams by the Horns with me, Rams Mabote. Each week, I will be taking a lighter look at very serious topics that half the time drive you up the wall. This podcast will use humor to take no prisoners, have no holy cows, and cook a whole lot of sacrificial lambs. Welcome to Taking the Rams by the Horns, a podcast that takes current affairs out of current affairs. This is a podcast in partnership with Sowetan Live. I am your host, Rams Mabote. They say art imitates life. So, which is better, art or life? In 1969, author and screenwriter Mario Francis Puzo released a bestseller book from which a blockbuster of a movie trilogy was later made. The book and the movie trilogy were known as The Godfather, about a Sicilian immigrant, Vito Corleone, who builds a mafia empire. Many have argued that this is one of the best fiction books ever written in modern times. Very few could have predicted that thousands of miles from Sicily, in our very own South Africa, a real-life Vita Corleone would be born among us. As luck would have it, Vita Corleone was an imitation of a real-life role model more than 50 years after his time. His name? Drums, please. Edwin Sodi. Sodi was reportedly born in Limpopo, but soon converted to tenderpreneurship following in the footsteps of many of his homeboys and girls. What actually is ironic about our real-life godfather is that his affairs are sordid, which rhymes with his name. Let us track the similarities between Vito Corleone and Edwin Sordi. Corleone is from Sicily in southern Italy. Sordi is from Johannesburg in southern Africa. Vito built his business and wealth on the back of a mafia empire. So he built his, it is alleged, of a government corruption empire. Although he was on paper an olive importer, Vito was nothing more than a crime boss. And while he lists himself owner of professional service and project management consulting businesses, so did doesn't seem to be anything but a beneficiary of an olive branch of favors from the crime bosses. We could be talking in the region of maybe 20 or so properties. Yes, yes. Or even more. Or even more. Even more, yeah. Okay. Vito oversaw a business founded on gambling, bootlegging, prostitution, and union corruption, 
but he was also known as a generous man who lived by the moral code of loyalty to friends. Although Sodi, on the other hand, cannot be accused of prostitution. Words like blesser and orgy have been mentioned in the same lines as his name. For his inconveniences, he is reported to have had a time of his life with some of the best women money can buy. Some of these names include Mini Lamini, Disebo Makata, Uli Pongolo, Mithalinda Mase, Unalero Namoreo, and Kifile Mabote. No relations to yours truly. For the record, these are names mentioned in tabloids. I cannot attest to the truthfulness of the solid association to the Godfather, and my tabloid friends are not forthcoming with more information. Sodi is also reported to have made a measly one billion rand per annum from government contracts. For this, he was squashed in a small home reported to be worth 100 million rand, and he was left to get by in minimal transport of no less than 12 luxury cars, including no-name brands like Rolls-Royce, Porsche, and Ferrari. Just when Sodi thought life was set, reportedly traveling the world with forbidden fruit and dishing out largesse to his political keepers, things turned awry for him. The asset forfeiture unit swooped on his properties and toy cars three years ago. Although he cannot be associated with bootlegging, his tenderpreneurship is no different from gambling and is certainly related to much reported government corruption. For that, he earned himself a seat on the witness stand at the Commission of State Capture, which concluded in 2022. So help me God. And according to his own account at the commission, Sodi was a very, very generous man to his friends and family, so to speak. Who is Bongani More? Um, he's a business associate of mine. Was he not uh, the Deputy Director General Gauteng Department of Human Settlements and Cocktail? He was at some stage. Why would you pay him seven and a half million rand? Um, as I said, um, Chair, he's my business associate. Who is Colin Pitzer? Uh, Linda and Corbo? This is against a friend of mine. Also uh, someone involved in the administration in Gauteng Housing and Cocktail? Used to be. Pinky Kekana, who is she? Um, she is someone that I consider a sister um, that I'm close with. Um, um, she is currently um, in government as of uh, last year, I think, um, with the new administration. Yes, she's a deputy minister. She's I a deputy minister, yeah. Zizi Kodwa? <sighs> Zizi is a friend. Um, that I've known for a number of years, and I've made payments to him in his personal capacity um, before he joined government. And the reasons for his generosity were legendary. When his friends came asking for money, what was the reason they'd give? We've not been paid um, on time this month from Literally House, or these delays in payment. I mean, it's still happening even now. I'm sure at this point, Sodi was wondering, why it was that the evidence leader was not asking for his own bite of the cherry. 
He is quick to clarify that although he supports the party, generously so, I might add, he is not a member of the ruling African National Congress. Maybe I must just qualify that I'm not a card-carrying member of the ANC, but I support, I support the ANC. And boy, does he support it. The payment of 371,553 rand to Paul Mashatile, what is that about? That's a payment that was made directly to the ANC. You say it was paid to him in his capacity as President General of the ANC. It was paid to the ANC um, at the time that he was the Treasurer General. But Sodi says that the fact that he gets government contracts and thereafter donates to the ANC is but a coincidence. The fact that a lot of the work that I get um, is from government, uh, I find that a bit overreaching to create the link between my donations to the agency. There were other times, like with the aging veto, when Sodi could not even remember why he made payments to some characters. Payment to Diane Stroke Anod Singh. What would that be about? Chair, again, I, um, I've got absolutely no idea as I'm sitting here. How lucky can some people be? Sodi is currently out on bail on the corruption charge related to the 255 million rand asbestos tender, which he got during the rule of Ace Mahashule in the Free State. By some coincidence, not one cent of the money was spent on the work. Only last month, his name was mentioned again in the not-so-glorious terms when it was revealed that it was yet another one of his numerous businesses that was awarded the 295 million rent Royval water treatment tender. The only treatment that happened was on the money. All of it, again, reportedly ending in Sodi's pockets. Oh, oh, but I lie. Turns out, tens of people also got some treatment, but this time for cholera, because of the water, that oddly got no treatment. Sodi is back in the news, and yet again, he's proving larger than life. This time, he is reported to have funded what sounds like a not-so-presidential lifestyle of the country's number two, Paul Mashadil. According to News24, Sodi's blessed for parties, orgies, travel, and accommodation for the men who, if the president dropped dead tomorrow, as if there's any difference, would assume the corner office. At the time of publishing this episode, the lanky Mashatile, who ironically people call the boss of, wait for it, the Alexandra Mafia, had rubbished the allegations. Whatever the case may be, there is one thing clear. Edwin Sodi is the real-life godfather. He makes things happen. Question is, like his alter ego, Vito Corleone, could he make problems and adversaries also disappear? I don't know. One thing is clear, though. There is a script to be written here. So, Prince Michele, here's another chance for a fight, authorized or not. Thanks for listening to this episode of Taking the Rams by the Horns. Please send your comments to me via email on rams at ramsmawate.com 
Let me know what you think of the podcast. Please do not share the podcast with the Godfather of South Africa. I have chilled. Download the My Sowetan app. Listen to more of my podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Rams by the Horns and at Sowetan Live. From me, Rams Mabote, goodbye and God bless. Yeah, yeah, yeah.